From Innovation Alley at Marquette University, I'm Chuck Swoboda, and this is Innovators on Tap, a show based on the idea that innovation is about leadership. It's a mindset to find a better way, and ultimately, it's about people. This podcast is designed to allow you to open your mind to new ideas and find ways to put those concepts to work and maybe even change the world. Episode three continues our journey to uncover your innovator spirit as we focus on the critical distinction between leadership and management. Successful organizations need both, but also recognize that most people are better at one or the other. And if your strategy is built around innovation, you need to be very careful to not let management thinking get in the way of innovation doing. That's what's on tap today. Enjoy. Early on in my tenure at Cree, we had an informal rule. Don't hire anyone with an MBA. Now, this might seem like an unpopular idea, and it often is. In fact, I once gave this advice to a group of MBAs at their commencement ceremony. Now, as you can probably imagine, it didn't initially go over very well until I had a chance to explain my reasoning. I should also point out that as Cree grew, we did eventually hire many people with MBAs. However, early on, it was important for us to identify people that would best fit our company culture and business strategy because they were fundamentally linked. Now, you're probably wondering where this approach came from. Well, one of our core beliefs was that you can't manage innovation. You have to lead it. We had seen firsthand that management thinking was counterproductive in the pursuit of the impossible. And we knew that people who spent a couple of years of their time and a lot of money learning all these new management skills were going to really want to apply all that new thinking. But that wasn't going to help us drive innovation. In fact, we were pretty sure it would slow us down. So if I asked you to tell me the difference between managing and leading, what would you say? Think about it for a second. What is the difference? Well, for me, I think Steve Jobs probably said it best. Management is about persuading people to do the things they do not want to do, while leadership is about inspiring people to do the things they never thought they could. Management is getting people to follow known processes and procedures to deliver expected results. The goal is to reduce risk and volatility in order to maximize predictability. By definition, that doesn't lead to something new, and it certainly won't lead to innovation. Innovation fundamentally requires leadership. It's about convincing others to do something that's never been done before, to make the impossible possible. If you want to innovate, you can't be limited by the boundary conditions of management, and you can't be afraid of failure. In fact, you actually have to embrace it because that's what drives learning. While this sounds good, it is really hard for most companies to do. In fact, the best managed companies often struggle the most. In Clay Christensen's book, The Innovator's Dilemma, he describes why it is so difficult for most companies to truly innovate. 
After studying many companies across different industries, he discovered that the things that make well-managed companies successful are the same things that eventually lead to their downfall. And I saw this paradigm firsthand while I was leading Cree. I watched three companies that had created and then dominated the lighting business for over 100 years, see the potential in LED lighting, but refuse to embrace the technology until it was too late. Their management system was designed to optimize the current business model and reject anything that got in the way of delivering predictable results that they had signed up for. This management thinking is why it is so difficult for large companies to innovate. Their shareholders reward predictable results and consistent earnings and punish those who can't deliver them. They actually don't want innovation. With that being said, successful organizations need both leaders and managers. But you have to decide who's really in charge. If you want to innovate, you need to consciously empower the leaders to drive the business. So which are you, a manager or a leader? And for those of you wondering, why can't you be both? Well, in my experience, people are almost always better at one than the other, and it's nearly impossible to do them both well at the same time. Peter Drucker may have summed it up best by saying, Management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right things. I'm going to ask you a series of questions to see if you are a leader or a manager. And I want to encourage you to take these seriously and please have an open mind. This is not about who you wish you were. It's about being honest about who you really are. Now, since we don't have the ability to hear your answers, I asked Kyle, my podcast producer, to test these exact questions out on a young professional friend. After Kyle asked the questions, please take a moment to decide how you would respond before you hear what his friend Ashley had to say. Ashley, welcome to Innovators on Tap. Hi, happy to be here. Do a quick introduction before we uh, give you these questions. Yeah, of course. My name is Ashley Benson. I am the Director of Impact at AgriCycle Global. All right, thanks, Ashley. So question one, imagine that you've spent the day interviewing to be the head of marketing for a budding entrepreneurial enterprise. Things are going really well and you're feeling like you, you want to work there. Then during the last interview of the day, you're with the CEO, and she tells you that the company is still deciding what the title of your job would be. It's either going to be a vice president or a director. Either way, the compensation and job responsibilities are the same. How would you respond? I would want to know what the other heads of the departments were going to be titled. And I would want to make sure that if Every head of department was going to be a VP, and then this department was going to be a director. I would really push for the VP position. In my experience, a manager feels like they need a title to be empowered. And while it is normal to expect the same title as your peer, a leader doesn't need one. They empower themselves through their ability to convince others to do what is needed. All right, moving on to question number two. So imagine that you're the head of sales for a $50 million company and you manage a 17-person global sales force. You're attending a sales conference with colleagues from other companies in your industry and you're in a breakout session. 
where the facilitator asks you to define your current role to the group, what would you say? I would focus on what our global team has done and what our accomplishments have been. I think when people hear 50 million or 500 million, it can be just a number. But when you describe what your team has been working on and what your goals are and the approaches that you've all taken, I think that tells a better story of what you're accomplishing. A manager defines their role based on who and what they are responsible for, like the size of their team. A leader defines their role based on what they are trying to accomplish. Question three. Imagine that your team has devoted the last few months working toward a major deadline on a critical project. Regrettably, one person on your team that that you manage, they come up short. And that means that you're going to miss this big goal. The next day, you go into work and you're at the weekly staff meeting in front of all of your peers and your boss asks you what went wrong. How do you respond? I would... First and foremost, be honest and transparent about our team not hitting the goal. And I would lay out all of the steps that we did and all of the benchmarks that we did hit. But then I would explain how we fell short. A manager is accountable for doing what they said they would do and expects partial credit when things don't quite work out. A leader is accountable for the outcome of the team and recognizes that close isn't good enough. Question four. Imagine that you're in a company meeting to go over quarterly targets. One of your peers explains that their team is going to actually miss their goal and they need more resources to give themselves any chance to finish their work in time. Now your team still has work to do, but you're pretty confident that you're going to hit your goal. And your boss chimes in and she asks the group if they have any ideas on how we can close this gap for this other team. What would you do? Well, first I would ask which types of resources are needed. And then depending on that answer and knowing what my team's capacity is, I would suggest that one of our teammates, if they were able to provide the resources that were necessary and also maintain like what our responsibilities were as a team, I would suggest that that was a way that they could fill the fill the gap. A manager views resources as their own and something to be protected. A leader views resources as shared and to be used in whatever way they can to serve the greatest need of the organization, even if that means having people help out in areas outside of their core expertise. Question number five. Imagine that your organization is in a slump and it's struggling with slowing sales. To get your annual bonus, the president of the company is requiring that you commit to a 5% growth target. The thing is, you believe that if your team pushed really, really hard, you might actually be able to hit 10% growth. What would you do? Yeah, this really reminds me of a previous role. My boss really taught me this lesson of shooting for beyond what others expect of you. So locally, we had an internal goal that was actually almost double of what the national goal was. What we found was 
it really pushed us to think outside of the box. And we didn't end up hitting our internal goal, but we surpassed the national goal and we were recognized on the national stage of being able to do that. So I think that that was a lesson for me that I would take to respond to this question because I saw how pushing ourselves made us really think beyond what was originally thought. A manager's first priority is to meet their goals, even if that means signing up for less than what they're capable of. A leader's first priority is to achieve the best possible outcome, knowing that what they achieve is more important than hitting a personal objective. So which one are you, a manager or a leader? Remember that successful organizations need both managers and leaders. The key is to match the skill set with the business need. One is not better than the other. Instead, they are good at different things. If you want your company to really prosper, it is critical to put yourself in a role that complements your strengths. And when it comes to innovation, you need leaders. Thanks for joining me today on part three of our journey to discovering the mindset to pursue the impossible. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, because I think we all know of things that could use some innovative thinking. Please feel free to contact us through our website at innovatorsontap.com. We're always open to new ideas or critical feedback. My belief as an innovator is anything you do today can be done better tomorrow. Let's go change the world.